0: Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more, ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more, got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast,
1: with Kate Donovan.
0: Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to season four of Fried the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with FRIED is to hashtag end culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all, sharing expert tips from the best in the burnout field, sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes with my own expertise and some fun research now that I'm a student again, plus sharing actionable steps to help you end burnout starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now, and you need personalized guidance, you can book a free breakthrough burnout call with me. You'll find the link bit.ly backslash call Kate in the show notes. Also, if you love fried and want to be part of our community, we'd love to have you just head over to Facebook and type in fried the burnout podcast discussion and click to join our group. It's a place for continued healing, deeper conversations and connections with people who just get it. And now, for this week's episode. Hello, fried fans. I know that maybe a couple of months ago now, by the time this episode comes out, we did an episode on burnout 101 symptoms. I will link to it in the show notes. And we talked a lot about all the physical things that happen with burnout based on my own research. And around that same time, I met this week's guest. This week, I'm talking to Andrew Lee and Andrew is a registered diet, (laughs) no. <laughs> And Andrew is a registered dental hygienist and founder of Otis Dental, a direct-to-consumer oral care company based in San Francisco, California. He holds a diverse clinical background in both private practice and at the UCSF School of Dentistry. Andrew's passion lies in preventative dental sciences and biotechnology with a focus in stress-induced bruxism. Are you ready for this? This is so exciting, you guys. Just recently, Andrew has been awarded a patent for his Brux Sensor Night Guard, a microdental sensor technology that can actually help monitor monitor and regulate one's stress levels by recording our teeth grinding during sleep. That is so exciting. We're going to talk about that more towards the end of the show. So please stay tuned through the whole episode today so that you get the deets on that. But before we go there, we're going to do what we always do and welcome Andrew to the show. Andrew, thanks for being here. Do you do Andrew or Drew?
1: You know, I can go by Drew. Let's keep it really casual. Yeah. All right. So
0: Drew, I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, no, Caitlin, thank you so much for having me. I think what you're doing in this podcast is so informative and helpful. And I just hope that what I share today can be implemented as a tool in the daily routines of your listeners for optimal dental health while dealing with various forms of burnout.
0: I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about this. I can't believe we have not talked about TMJ on the podcast yet. It's it's going to be a really good one. But before we jump into that, why don't you share your burnout story with us?
1: Yeah, you know, that's um, I'd like to say hello to all the burnout listeners out there and let them know that today's burnout word of the day is bruxism. Uh, For those of you who do not know what bruxism is, um, it's the dental term used to describe the involuntary clenching of the jaw and grinding of the teeth that mainly occurs while we sleep. Uh, But before I go further into that, I I just wanted to share my personal burnout story. Um, Back in 2007, I, I had just finished dental school and started working as a registered dental hygienist and a year into that, uh, a a bunch of friends of of mine and and I uh, volunteered for the AIDS walk in San Francisco, and followed by that, we had dinner. And um, as we were kind of parting ways and going to our our cars, I was walking to the garage and unfortunately was met by uh, two gentlemen who um, unfortunately didn't want to let me go home. (laughs) Um, That kind of led to a struggle. Uh, It was basically termed as a hate crime. Uh, And so Uh, they had basically gut me open with a screwdriver. And (sighs) fortunately, yeah, a bouncer at a club across the street from the garage had saw what was happening and fortunately saved my life by calling the ambulance. If he hadn't done so, I probably would have bled out and just died right there on the spot. Um, But, you know, after two weeks in the ICU um, and being diagnosed with PTSD, um, I I quickly learned that I was bruxing at night severely. And of course, I knew what this was because of going to dental school. Um, But, you know, what what really bothered me and was really troubling as I started working more in this profession was that it was very difficult to attain uh, bruxism relief and uh, the most non-invasive A product that's available to everyone in the market today is a night guard. Um, In case, you know, people aren't really, you know, don't know what this is, you know, there's a very distinction between mouth guards, night guards, bite guards. These are night guards used specifically during sleep for bruxism um, and so, you know, uh, I, I went to my dentist that I was working for at the time in private practice and I he knew what happened to me. And I asked him if, hey, can you hook me up with a night guard? Cause I'm really brought to my teeth. In fact, I'm wearing down the tips of my teeth as you know, every night. Surprisingly, he said, oh yeah, don't worry, I'll hook you up. And instead of just giving me one uh, off the bat as an employee, he said, I'll give you a discount and was still expecting me to pay $300 out of pocket for this product that I knew only cost him about $50 to outsource from a dental lab. So that really took me by surprise And so further down the line, as I was working in this industry, I started working for other practices and eventually started working at UCSF. I found that this was a general thing going on with all practices in just in dentistry where it's very unattainable because most insurances don't cover for this product and the ones, the very small amount that do only cover up to half. So you're still paying at least $250 because these things range anywhere between 500 to $1,000. Um, And, you know, so it becomes this crazy thing uh, that it's no wonder why most people don't wear them uh, or just the fact that they even know what bruxism is. I mean, when I first say this, say this word to my patients, they're like, you know, like, what did you just call me? Or, you know, what is this? What are you talking about? And a lot of them either deny that they have it or don't even know that they have it because we in the industry aren't educating them more on bruxism and other preventative things and conditions and tools to help it. Yeah. So we can focus you more on I the need to,
0: Yeah, I need to interrupt yeah. you for a second because um yeah. I I need you to break down the difference between bruxism and TMJ.
1: Right, that's a great question because a lot of my patients would say, "Oh, yeah, I've got TMJ." And the thing is, no, it's not TMJ, it's TMD, and that's part of bruxism. TMJ is the uh, abbreviation for temporomandibular joint. And that's actually the area in your jaw that's what it's identifying. When you say TMD, it's the temporomandibular disorder. And that's what's you, what you're, what you're, what you're asking, talking about, which is your, the clicking, the, the grinding that you even hear when you're chewing or even just speaking or even the popping that occurs. And this is uh, a lot of times caused by bruxism, which is the condition that causes us to clench our, our jaws and grind our teeth. Okay. So so I'm going to break this down. I'm going to break this
0: down for people real simple. All right. Is everybody listening? We have bruxism, (laughs) which basically means that you are clenching and grinding at night and TMD, which is temporal mandibular dysfunction disorder.
1: Either way. Yeah.
0: Either way, Mm -hmm. which means that that amount of clenching that is usually due to stress has led to some dislocation, disorder, issue, inflammation in that joint of your jaw, which then leads to clicking and popping and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Exactly. The, basically the deterioration and the wearing down of your jaw joint. And that that basically becomes permanent. And so mm-hmm. once it's done, You can't go back. And that's why, again, we've got to focus more in the dental industry on preventative measures rather than restoratives where it becomes too late and now you need to get Botox injections in your jaw or you have to get all these fillings and crowns and implants and bridges. And then eventually by the time we're older, we end up with dentures. And then we never really question, what did I do to make it go this way? I did everything you told me to do And I still ended up like this. Well, if we did everything
0: that you told us to do, because a lot of people avoid dentistry because they don't have insurance. Totally. And a lot of people, even if they have basic insurance, don't have dental insurance. Mm -hmm. So the teeth is what people avoid so frequently. There's there's yeah. not really an understanding of how oral health connects to the health of the rest of the body.
1: Right. And then there's a good portion that have white coat syndrome. And it's because of the fear of going to the dentistry, because all we do is work on your teeth rather than preventing it from even going there. It's just this crazy cycle.
0: Confession sessions right now, everybody. I am petrified of the dentist, (laughs) petrified of the dentist because I had a really, really bad experience where I had Mm -hmm. some Novocaine and the dentist told me that I shouldn't feel anything. And I did, and he didn't Mm -hmm. believe me. So he kept working until I almost fainted. Wow. And now I hate the dentist. I don't hate you, Drew. It's not you, Drew. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But I am not a fan of the dentist. So it's not even white coat syndrome for me. It's just the dentist. Doctors (laughs) don't bother me. Nurses are great. It's just you guys. You really mess with my brain.
1: Yeah, and, so, and and but let's put it out there too. There are tons of amazing dentists who have yeah. like the most gentle touch and the best chair side manner. But it's that you know it's those particular ones that are really about the production rather than the people that really make it hard for the rest of us to really just help people. You know the yeah. way that we're supposed to.
0: And dentists burn out a lot. I've read
1: they have one of the highest burnout. In fact, I yeah. think there's a past statistic where they, even to a fact where they had the highest suicide rate uh, in, in professions.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: Well, I heard from some of my colleagues, the the much older ones saying that, you know, it's because all they do is 24 seven, they see patients, but they Mm -hmm. don't really have a chance to really communicate and talk with them and build relationships with them because they're working on the mouth. mouth. Exactly. (laughs) And not just that, but you know, there, there is a lot of overhead that they have to deal with where mm-hmm. there's new technologies coming out, the, the overhead of supplies and just finding uh, the right uh, employees to work for them. And so that really burns them out too. You know, So it, it really is a combination of things, but I think that's one of the main reasons. It's just the, the sociable aspect of it that they lack, like yeah. other healthcare professionals get to do with their patients.
0: Yeah. Do you think that... Um... The majority of dentists have bruxism.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I, there are times when like say for instance, I wouldn't have a, I would have a patient who would last minute cancel or just do a no show. And so the dentists, my employers would be like, I don't want you just sitting here doing nothing and just sharpening your instruments. I want you to clean my teeth or somebody else's <laughs> teeth. And a lot of times they have a lot of wear or a lot of buildup and you'd be surprised. I mean, I know it's very hypocritical and I know I'm saying a little too much that may have dentists like hating me right now, but the truth is, there are people too, you know, they have their yeah. flaws and their limitations. And so this, you know, it's just like saying doctors or firefighters who smoke and they know yes. the dangers of it. It's just contradictory and hypocritical. That's just how we are. We're humans. Yeah. Welcome, you know?
0: to, yeah, welcome to being human. Totally. I was just saying to someone earlier this morning, I do office hours a couple times, a few times a month, I offer a free hour that anybody can hop on to as wow. long as they're on my newsletter ask a question, get some support, whatever they need. And this morning we were talking about, um, you know, the the cobbler's son has no shoes that I was, I had just finished a day of work last week at some point and I went mm-hmm. downstairs and I was done for the day. You know, I was done. Now, I'm a burnout mm-hmm. coach. I talk about this all day, every day. Right. right. I went through burnout. I was miserable. I'm better. <laughs> Whatever. We're, we're here. But I went downstairs and I wasn't exhausted from my day. And I was like, I should go back upstairs and work some more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you shouldn't. You're <laughs> right? But it's like, that's such a, it's so common for yeah anyone in a caring profession Mm -hmm. to avoid the thing that they offer
1: right it's like because it's like
0: we we because we have the knowledge we don't actually need the activity which is totally false but it happens so frequently
1: yeah and that's a great way to put it too especially through personal experience because you know our brains are so used to doing routines that sometimes we forget and become numb to certain things that our other parts of our bodies are telling us like don't push that envelope you're kind of going on the precipice there you know and it's like sometimes i'll be so in tuned with what i'm doing and, and and not realizing the stressors that sometimes I even forget to eat. Yeah, My body won't tell me that I'm hungry. Right, And so it, it's the same thing goes with mental health and stress. It's like, we've been so accustomed, especially in this modernization of the digital world, we forget everything that our bodies are telling us. And, and then it becomes asymptomatic where it's right. still happening to us. We just don't feel it anymore because we don't, we choose not to feel it.
0: This is a big one. Yeah. This is a big one. And I think, especially with like clenching of the jaw at, at nighttime, I think this is a really big issue because you don't even know that it's happening. Because you're asleep. you're asleep. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Our brains are going millions of miles per second at this point. And so you have absolutely no control over your body. And so where does your brain tell all of that stress and everything that you've collected throughout the entire day to put it out on? your teeth. And Why? Through, because our masseter muscles are one of the strongest muscles in the body. And if you can't do anything else, but let's not just say the teeth, I mean, it's really all over your body, but mainly from the shoulders up. And I think in one of your later po- previous podcasts on burnout 101, you mentioned this as four out of the top five symptoms of burnout um, was, I believe, uh, uh, muscle tension, It was neck tension, headaches, and then you even had sleep disorders like restlessness, insomnia, disturbances. This is all tied to bruxism (laughs) and we just don't get it. Yeah, I tell my patients this all the time. They're like, yeah, I don't notice it. And I said, well, do you ever notice any head, neck or shoulder tension? Are you getting frequent migraines? Well, guess what? That masseter muscle is now causing you to clench up and push your shoulders up and tighten your neck. And then while you're chewing and clenching so hard, that radiates the muscle up Mm. to your forehead and that's why you're getting these headaches.
0: dot com forward slash pride.
1: All of this is tied together. I think you even had some mention about um, the, the dental um, symptoms as well, where you have bleeding gums yeah. and even dry mouth. This is all tied to bruxism because when you're clenching and grinding for so long, it recedes your gum. And if you're receding your gum, that leads to gum disease and bleeding. Not just mm-hmm. that, but the dry mouth, it's, it's very... Does it lock your
0: salivary glands?
1: What it does is it reduces the salivary glands because okay. of all the sleep disturbances and whatnot. And so it, it, it's just it, it's just crazy what this one thing to your mouth does to your entire health system. It, it's just crazy. and the th- craziest thing is is we're not even aware of this because we as a dental industry aren't really making this aware to you yeah. enough. We're very stagnant when it comes to these things and we really need to change.
0: Yeah, so we're going to take a relax your jaw break, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody that's listening, I want you to drop your jaw just a little, just relax Mm -hmm. it. Like if you can't really talk normal because it's (laughs) so loose. You want to do Yeah, yeah, let's do one, it. Yeah,
1: one thing that I always tell my uh, patients, and you started off great, is just to kind of force your mouth open. But so you're kind of extending your menstrual muscle, your cheek your, your cheek muscles that help you to chew. And then just try to just, you know, like almost like you're yawning, but not yawning, just making the motion with your mouth of yawning. And what you can also do at the same time, like any muscle in our bodies, we always want to massage You can do the exact same thing for your cheek muscles by simply taking the middle portion of your hands, make a fist, And with the flat portion of your fist, just put them on both sides of your cheek and start massaging right there in the jaw area and your cheek. That That feels really
0: good you guys.
1: Right. And when you're doing that for just like at least 30 seconds, what you're doing is you're relaxing the muscles and forcing those fibers to then relax itself like a rubber band. When the rubber band has all that tension and you want to release it, all you got to do is massage that muscle and you'll Mm. notice a huge difference
0: you guys, you could do this with a gua sha tool as well. Mm. Um, So if I remember by the time this episode comes out, I will make you a video on how to do that. (laughs) And if I forget, then you can remind me in comments on Instagram or on the Facebook discussion group. And I will either make a video at that point, or I will share a video from Beth Russell, who's also been on the podcast, who does a lot of work um, with facial massage type Mm -hmm. things. So she has a couple of different tools that she sells and she does online consults. She's really great. So But one way or another, we're going to show you this information of how to physically from the outside, teach yourself to relax your jaw. So you nearly chipped a tooth, or you did chip (laughs) a tooth.
1: Yeah, I did. And it was during the time when I was trying to figure out what to do to help the industry change and really to help patients and just the general public find, uh, have better access and affordability to something as simple as the night guard, especially custom night guards, which are tailor-made. Because I think a lot of us who know what Bruxism is, who have tried using night guards, have had a lot of difficulties with the over-the-counter brands. They're all basically the same thing, whether boil and bite, they're one size fits all, it's this bulky, more like a Sports card kind of thing. And you just end up waking up with it somewhere in the bed or on the floor. And it's really just still a waste of money, even though it was for a nominal price. So, you know, it, it's really just about making the change. And what I did was just, you know, I started o- Otis Dental making it more affordable. But um, yeah, so it's, it's really just about getting that night card uh, and just really using it.
0: So when you were, you went through a, a massive trauma event
1: mm-hmm
0: And then you had PTSD
1: mm-hmm.
0: and bruxism was part of it. But how, yeah. what was the rest of your healing? Were you, did you go to therapy? Were you on medication? What happened?
1: Oh, we're going deep now. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. People like the, the
0: stories, man. Yeah.
1: Well, aside from bruxism, and this is something I think a lot of people with PTSD, um, there is a statistic where I think about 45% of them, um, they try to self medicate with mm. drug use. And mm. I unfortunately, fell into that um, because when I was discharged from the hospital, I was improperly diagnosed and I think my PTSD laid latent. And so when it finally came out, I didn't even know what was going on with my body, my mind. I started distancing myself from people. I started hanging out with the wrong group of friends again. And they were the ones who tried to get me, hey, just try this, try this. You know, it was recreational, don't worry, it'll help you. And it really did. But unfortunately it really took its toll too. Uh, And I started that addiction. Unfortunately, uh, a close friend of mine who I've known for years, Weaned me off of it and 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 referred me to a holistic therapist. And in my Ooh. culture, as an Asian person, you know, going to therapy is a very taboo thing, yeah. But you know, fortunately, I I knew that something had to change because I was literally on a precipice of just non-existing. I, I was that so far into my depression, aside from the PTSD, where I was even having thoughts of suicide. Yeah. And so I finally saw this, sought out this holistic therapist, and it was amazing. She saved my life. And it wasn't this like, hey, let's medicate you on something else, go buy this, take this twice a day. No, it was more like, let's get to the root cause of what's going on. Let's even go beyond that and let's figure out like what's going on with you from a micro self to a, um, a macro self of where you're fitting in society and even to a universal and spiritual self of who we are in the universe. And even within our spiritual selves, like I have a strong faith in God. And so she said, you, you really need to medicate with these kind of sources rather wow. than the artificial and the things that will hurt you and these influences and that would made a huge difference. And that's actually what got me away from addiction. Now I barely drink, I take no drugs. I try to do everything holistic and I, I pray and meditate. And that's scientifically proven to really help with just any kind of stress, not just PTSD or bruxism. It's, 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 a, life, it's a life changer.
0: So what I liked what you just said was prayer and meditation.
1: Yeah. yeah, pray both. Oh, totally. Because you know, you may not be the spiritual person, and it doesn't have to be. You know, um, for me, it was a spiritual sense of just reconnecting with God and finding my one-on-one relationship with with God. You know, none of this go to church. You know, do this, do all that. No, my relationship with God and I really needed to connect with God again, and that really helped me because it made me feel like someone was in my corner again and helping me along, just like an AA program. You know, that's what it felt like, and it really made a difference. But for those God of, you is
0: either- my sponsor.
1: Exactly. That's exactly it. But, you know, there are tons of people who who don't have that spiritual connection and that's totally fine. Find it within yourself. And that's where meditation comes in. Find your core again. Remember who you were were before this all happened. You're there. You're still in there. You just really need to pull that person back out of the darkness and say, you're okay. You're going to be okay. You can do this.
0: Did you hear that? you're okay you're going to be okay and you can do this
1: you can and that's all it really takes there's so many other things beneficial things p- proven by research that really help it's it's even as simple as reducing caffeine intake you know before you go to bed or Definitely reducing your digital in interactions with your phone, your TV, especially what's coming out on the news today. I mean, we're especially in this current climate, we're dealing with racial tension, political divide, environmental chaos, and just everything else, and even COVID pandemic. I mean, at all four of those, on top of what we're usually dealing with life as parents, as professionals, as dealing with money it takes a toll on your body. And that does in turn take a a huge intake of stress on your mouth. And people aren't realizing the the domino effect of this. It's it's just insane.
0: Yeah. I like that you brought it back to these sort of like some of the top five symptoms that come from burnout and how the majority of them relate to jaw clenching. And, and I said to you before we started recording that jaw clenching, isn't a question on the questionnaire that I send out. Mm. So I don't have any data on it because it's not a question. So people aren't answering that question because it's not available for them to ask. So we might need to update my health intake form, Mm. but also I, you know, it seems like if all those things are related, then it would be right up there with the rest of them. It would end up at 60, 65, 70% of people experiencing burnout are gonna have some form of clenching.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it's basically uh, just, um, uh, what is it, a product of what, what's going on in our entire body yeah. is then ending up in the mouth. I mean, Eastern medicine can diagnose so much of just by looking at your tongue. Yes, so my why, Did
0: you know that I was an acupuncturist? I do know that. And that's why <laughs> I wanted to tie that in too, but
1: it, it makes so much sense. I mean, why yeah. can't we then diagnose what's going on in your teeth? If you're noticing chips, cracks, receded gums, pits along the you know these little notches along the gum line um even just worn down tips of your front teeth yeah. guess what people that's all from bruxism that's not just because it just naturally happens to our like no our teeth are a part of the, like one of the strongest parts of our body but at the yeah. same time our cheek muscles are also one of the strongest muscles in our body too <laughs> and that's what's causing it because of stress 70 percent of the reason why we brux is because of stress wow. some form of stress
0: what's the rest
1: The other, that's a great question too. So the remaining 30% can be a combination of of just misaligned teeth, which Mm. orthodontic appliances can do like Invisaligners or braces that can help. A, a, A huge factor is also medication. There are a lot of antidepressants that actually cause bruxism
0: what?
1: and dry mouth. And so this is another thing that people want to look into, especially if you're taking medications. Drew, to help. Yeah. It's, you just
0: it, blew my mind again. I
1: know it's <laughs> just out of this crazy world. Yeah. Medications, okay. especially antidepressants. Okay. So if you're noticing these symptoms, especially caused from your medication, go back to your doctor, your healthcare provider, and hey, ask, is there something else that you can put me on that won't cause me to brux? They have other medications. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know there are at least one or two that, that will do it. So yeah, huge That record. is
0: fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is fascinating. Yeah. I just, not very often that people blow my mind more than once in an episode, Drew.
1: <laughs> and it's just crazy. And it's all from dentistry, <laughs> like the power of dentistry. I,
0: would, I told you I'm afraid of the dentist. I don't want to talk about the power, I know. but, I know, you know, but though, this is important.
1: It is. And here's the thing that we try to do, along with providing custom night guards direct to consumer, we also try to educate our patients. And this is what we're going to eventually do further down the line, creating a forum and a platform of, of transparency around it. So you as a patient will then be educated and better informed and make better informed decisions when you're going into the dental office. Like wouldn't it be great if you even aside from bruxism could go into the dentist and they say, Hey, you have this cavity here, here, and here. So we want to put in a filling. If you ever have a second thought, And you're like, "Mm, do I really? And I'm sure a lot of us do. We always need a second opinion. Wouldn't it be great if you were educated and being like learning how to read digital x-rays and being like, well, I don't see the shadowing on the enamel surface of my teeth. So how do you know that? Where where, where exactly are you saying that I have this Oh my God,
0: dentists are now gonna hate their patients.
1: Wouldn't that be, but wouldn't that be great though? The the term for that is called asymmetric asymmetric information. And this is all over the, any kind of industry, but in dentistry, because the dentist knows more than you, you have no choice but to trust what he's saying or she's saying and to go with that therapy. But then you don't know, well, are they kind of on the fine line where all I had to do is just take in more fluoride through my toothpaste and I could have fixed it myself. And it's really an incipient cavity rather than a, a, a hardcore cavity, like you're saying that needs a filling all of these things. And so we are running also into unethical practices where that becomes another stressor for the patient because it's like, well, how do I know if I really needed this? Or you were just trying to kind of create more production for yourself.
0: Yeah. And you you never know with things like that. I mean, it's really hard to know as a patient. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's really hard to know. So you went through this whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. You chipped a tooth. Yeah. And is that when you decided to design Hello Otis?
1: It was one of the kind of straws that broke the camel's back. It was the chest Broke the to camel's his, tooth. <laughs> for real, or his entire jaw for that matter. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was, it was just what, what hit my mind, I was laying in bed and when this happened and I kept touching it with my tongue so annoyed that it even happened, especially considering that I work in dentistry. What really hit my mind was, man, if I'm going through this as a licensed dental professional and having a difficult time resolving this, what must people outside of the dental industry, patients and just the regular just person be yeah. going through? And that's where I was just like, and those kind of things really irritate me, especially after what happened to me in my in being a survivor of a hate crime. It's all about injustices and, and trying to right them. And so I said, something needs to be done, something needs to change. This is obviously not right. And so further down the line, I I went to graduate school, and that's when I got my MBA in healthcare and biotech. And that's where I I realized, okay, now I'm educated and and equipped to do something about it. And that's when I started Otis Dental, especially with everything now coming out direct to consumer. Invisalign is now direct to consumer through these brands that are coming out with a quicker, more direct, without the dental visits necessarily, but at least still supervision, and um, at a cheaper price. But you're still getting the exact same quality because you're cutting out the middleman. Right. I decided to do the same thing and that's where we came out with it. But then I went a step further. and yeah. used my So education. we're going to, ba- yeah. we're going
0: to back up. And so that you yeah. can explain this because I'm going to read the description of it again, that I read yeah. in your bio and then ask you to explain it. Sure. So you could just got a patent, which is so exciting. Very exciting. It's very exciting. Congratulations yeah, on that. Thanks. And it's for your Brooks Sensor Night Guard, which is a micro dental sensor technology that can actually help monitor and regulate one's stress levels by recording our teeth grinding during sleep. Correct. So we're talking night guard plus tech.
1: Like a Fitbit for your mouth. <laughs> Right? I mean, if you think about it.
0: Yes. Yes. Tell us more.
1: Sure. So I was working at the with the San Francisco VA Medical Center because obviously veterans have a high, you know, bruxism rate, especially because of PTSD. I was working with their dental clinic. And one of the things while well, they were doing a pilot study to validate the product, our custom night cards, which came out very positive, They were telling us, and, you know, considering your background, one of the troubles that we're really having right now is with injectable therapies, because right now, a lot of our patients who have TMD and bruxism, we're doing these injectables, and then we give them a supplemental sheet, which obviously is so subjective. We can't really determine which injectable is working with each unique patient's condition. And so Mm -hmm. I said, actually, there are a lot of technologies, especially as we're working with nano and MEMS, which is micro mechanical technology sensors, and they're very still tiny, these little thin Really crazy technology sensors. There are technologies out there that can actually help, maybe prevent the, you know, find you the efficacy and resolve this issue. So I dove deeper into it and then I developed a sensor technology where um, it's basically a flexible substrate that has all the components that records your the compression forces of you bruxing and then it takes that data and then it, it it sends it over through different kinds of applications and softwares so it has both commercial and clinical applications one of them being hey great say Caitlin. they're they're putting several into you and then they give you supplemental sheet. You could have woke up on the wrong side of the bed and just been like, oh yeah, sure. I'm not feeling great. But then one day you're feeling great and you're like, oh yeah, it's totally working. And that's not really true. So this now tells you, okay, Caitlin's bruxism rates usually at this peak, we're noticing it go down gradually as you're injecting Botox into her jaw rather than these other ones. Now it becomes less invasive because they're not jabbing you with all these different kinds of things, seeing what works. They know exactly what works for you. So that's mm-hmm. the first clinical thing. When it also be great then if it became a dental referral app where it, it you know you're clenching and grinding and it says Caitlin, you were noticing you're, you're grinding and clenching a lot more than you should and you don't have a dentist. We could then use some kind of Yelp API to connect to your app and say There are some amazing dentists in your area. You should try this one and go get this checked out because it could be doing some major damage to your teeth. If you currently have a dentist, wouldn't it be great if you could then cloud this data over to your dentist so that you don't have to make appointments and go visit them over nothing. They can actually monitor this for you and say, oh, your dentist called, contacted you and says, Caitlin, we put a crown back two weeks ago and you're clenching like crazy. You need to come in before you destroy the thing and we need to check it out really quick. Amazing clinical you know, applications mm-hmm. yeah. for, for commercial becomes a stress monitoring tool and mental health tool. Because wouldn't it be great if it worked with like apps like Calm and Noom and says, hey, you're, you're, you're obviously stressed based off of these bruxism rates. Here's a promo code to Calm or Noom or even a therapist in your area who can help you reduce your stress, which will then reduce your bruxism. So, yeah. all of these amazing things that this one little technology does, both on the clinical and commercial aspect for the user.
0: And just in the basic level of, I have this night garden. I notice that I'm clenching. I'm getting the information on my phone. It's Mm -hmm. telling me that my clenching is worse. Mm -hmm. I should up my own stress management. You know, maybe. So if there was something, is there something, Mm -hmm. I have my own ideas about this, but (laughs) is there something that people can do as they're going to bed that helps to interrupt the clenching cycle. Because I think totally. sometimes it becomes also a habit. Like even after the stressor is gone, you're still clenching because you've been clenching for three months or 18 months because of COVID or whatever the hell. Right. And it just becomes a habit. But if you had that information and there was something you could do before bed to sort of cut into that habit, mm-hmm. like is, is there something like that?
1: Yes, and let's get one thing straight, and I'm glad you brought that up because let's, let's get, make one thing clear. Bruxism is not curable, just like stress is not curable. So, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do besides wearing a dental appliance like a night guard to help reduce and maintain and monitor the current Bruxism levels that you, you are always going to have in your life because we always have stress. Back to what we were talking about. Prayer and meditation is an amazing thing. Um, research shows that it causes the right cortex of our brains, which carries our stress, to move that towards the left cortex, which is the sense that that, that brings on a sense of peace and calm. So, prayer and meditation, very important. It also slows down our breathing and aligns it to the rhythm of our heartbeats. And so that's also the, the calming sensation that we get from from uh, you know, prayer and meditation. Guess what? Hot baths, hot baths and showers. The the warmth. and the heat of the water hitting our bodies or just soaking our bodies with that actually forces all the muscles in our bodies to relax. And Mm -hmm. if our bodies are relaxed, that induces a better night's sleep and less stress. Again, less caffeine intake and less Mm -hmm. digital interaction before you go to bed. These are a lot of things that we're still doing that we're not really taking into consideration.
0: Is I have a follow up question mm-hmm. because so far we're talking about bruxism that's disruptive and mm-hmm. destructive, mm-hmm. and is there a like so when some people sleep their their mouths come open and people snore and what you right. know okay sleep but up, is yeah. there a, a a biological reason for us to keep our mouths closed? while we sleep
1: right yeah and well that's the most important thing well yes because if your mouths are open and especially if we're breathing in through our mouths and a lot of sleep apnea patients have this have this problem that's where dry mouth comes from and the dental term for that is xerostomia and if your mouth is dry the acidic levels increase and the more acidic your mouth is the less saliva is being produced and the less the more bacteria you're building up because plaque actually needs us an acidic negative a gram negative uh it's a gram negative bacteria that thrives in acidic environments and if you're getting dry mouth it's doing a host of things to your mouth that are causing worse things to come along in uh, later down the line yeah, so yes so
0: so we're supposed to so there's like a continuum then right because we're supposed mm-hmm. to keep our mouths closed while we sleep so those those masseter yeah. muscles have to be working at least a little bit Right. Like, just because we're supposed to sleep like that. Correct. So there's gonna be a little bit of tension in them just by by basic biology. I see
1: where you're getting at, yes. Okay, so, yeah, so where's that balance, right? Where do we yeah. find that balance? Yeah. Like, obviously we don't wanna sleep with our mouths opening and drooling and letting mugs in and all this other stuff. I mean, maybe same people
0: same time, do, like that's yeah. fine. And you just can't help it,
1: you know? But the, of course, at the same time, where do we find that perfect balance? You know, what I usually tell my patients too, because they will ask that question, is, you know, when the jaw is really relaxed, you're still not clenching your teeth. And even if you're technically clenching, if your tips of your teeth are touching, that's not clenching. That's actually just the relaxed state of your mouth. Right. Um, yeah, it's actually when your mouth is open that you're actually stretching the, the muscle. It's not when you're closing your mouth. And so um, when, when, you're, when you're sleeping, you just want it relaxed to the point where your teeth are barely touching, okay. um, and but your lips are still sealed. You know mm. that's that's the perfect. it's It's really hard. To, I think the best way to do it is to just try practicing. like the, the way that your 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 facial expression is right now and the way your the, the position of your lips in your mouth right now, that's that's actually how you want to sleep. Lips are sealed, your teeth don't have to touch, and even if they're just slightly touching, that's okay. As long as you're not applying any kind of compression force that would cause it to really cause any kind of physical trauma to the tooth structure.
0: Okay, so everybody can practice now. Yeah. Close your mouths.
1: Massage the jaw.
0: Massage the jaw. You can leave your mouth closed with your teeth either barely touching or, or not touching, but with your mouth still closed, that's neutral.
1: Right. Right? Right here's another way that you can determine like i don't know if people out there listening or if you caitlin have ever noticed when you're waiting for a bust or if you're looking at the side profile of someone reading a newspaper or something or just standing and just thinking and you see the jaw like pulsing and you know that's actually them even daytime bruxing, and that tells you that you're stressing too if that jaw isn't pulsing like that that muscle there along your jawline, like right above your cheek, near your ear, if you don't see that pulsing, you're fine. I mean, obviously you're not going to do that while you're awake and just laying in bed, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. If you're doing that while you're sleeping, that's clenching. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you don't want to do. So as long as your mouth, even if your tips of your teeth are just touching and just fully closed and making contact with each other, that's totally okay. Okay but you just don't want to completely open or just clenching to the point where your jaw muscles pulsing at the side of your mouth.
0: So the sensor in, in the hello Otis, Mm. is it Otis or hello Otis?
1: Our website is hello Otis, but the, The, our, the name of the company is Otis Otis. Dental. Okay. (laughs) And,
0: and the night guard is called Otis or is it called the Brooks sensor night guard?
1: Just the Brock sensor night guard okay. until you think of something we're witty. All right.
0: So we have the Brock <clears> sensor night guard in and that it won't really register when you're in a neutral state.
1: Exactly. Got it. Right. So the great thing about the technology is when if when when it's ready and market ready for customers and patients to use you can actually uh, calibrate the app so to to you know because everybody's natural state is is different okay. so you can calibrate the app so that it'll know what your your state of rest is as opposed to when it should activate and start recording the the compression pounds of force.
0: Is that you, so when you, kind of like when you get it, you set it up and you go through a process of like being in neutral and then clenching on purpose and-
1: Correct, exactly.
0: I'm getting this,
1: Drew, I'm getting it. Yeah, and it'll show you daily and weekly, you know, just, receipts of like oh this day you did it this much this much and then it'll average it out and let you know what your what your peak force is and if it goes anywhere above that you'll know okay i must be stressing out a lot more or just maybe taking the wrong meds or just something because i'm going off the roof you know yeah
0: and i think this is really important because i hear so frequently that people get to burn out because they, even though they knew that there was some stress in their lives, they didn't know that it was that much stress. So if there's this sort of extra tool that we can use to say, oh, hey, stress levels going up, then we can be a little bit more clued in. I think I think this is, it, there's a really big issue that People think that they shouldn't have stress when logically stress doesn't make sense in their lives. And that's like, just not how stress works. Stress isn't always logical. Sometimes (laughs) it comes up later. Like there's, there's no rhyme or reason sometimes. So This might be a really good way to just see what's happening. Say, wow, I had a really big increase these past couple of days. Like I should do more self-care. Not to find out what was stressing you out. It doesn't really matter. It matters that your stress response is increased and now you can make a choice to do something about it.
1: Correct, and a lot of people want is seeing is believing. They want quantifiable data, yeah. and we what other there aren't really other technologies out there that can really measure stress for the person to actually see and do something about. Now HRV. we have a tech, yeah, you know, but but now we have a technology that goes in the mouth that apparently that can do this. I mean, that's how yeah. crazy technology is nowadays. Yeah, so yeah, we're we're, do, we're thinking of other ways to apply that too.
0: I think that that's amazing. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> That was fun.
1: Thanks. Yeah, this was fun. I'm glad I got to share this with you and everybody else.
0: It's the, so? As we as we wrap up today, um, I'm just I really wanted to have this conversation. You know, fried fans out there, I get podcast pitches three, five, sometimes seven <laughs> times a week, and a lot of them say the same things over and over, and then it's just like a, a no thank you. And I got an email from Drew that said, I want to talk about Bruxism, and I was like, <laughs> what? Yes. let's do this. And I was really excited because I think it's these, there's these keys and red flags that show up in our lives that we don't always pay enough attention to. And I'm not Mm -hmm. an expert on bruxism, you know? So if somebody is, I thought, honestly, I thought bruxism and TMJ and TMD were the same. So we learned that today. Mm -hmm. Um, Or at least I learned that today, right? So I was really excited to have this conversation and even more excited when I found out that it's related to so many more of the symptoms that we're already talking about on fried all the time. Mm. And I wanted you to have a, a space where somebody can really teach you what this means to give you another flag to pay attention to in your lives so that you know if you are stressing, so that you know that this is part of a bigger story. This is not just you're clenching your teeth. This is part of a whole system and a whole story. And now you have that information. And so thank you, Drew, so much. And as we wrap up, please let us know, where, wait, is can we get Otis yet? Can we get the, yeah. we can't.
1: Yeah, the custom night guards are are ready to go. We've been we launched in 2017, did a oh, successful cool. Kickstarter and all types of things. It, it's just the patent that we just got the patent. Oh, uh, got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that we're working on. But yeah, go on to our website, hellootis.com and check it out. You can learn a lot more about Bruxism too.
0: What about um, Instagram and things like that? Can we find you there?
1: Instagram, we are at hello underscore Otis. Yeah. So you can find us on, on Instagram. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Drew. Thank you a million times. This was so fun. Thank you
1: so much, Caitlin. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried, the Burnout Podcast, with Kate Donovan.